I know you can be overwhelmed and you can be underwhelmed, but can you ever just be whelmed? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Feel Bettering proudly brings to you the greatest podcast of the world, Aaron Talks Films. How is everyone? I hope you've all had a really, really good week. I've had a brilliant week, um, aside from a little personal uh, thing. My wife tested positive for, you know, that that COVID thing, uh, but she later found out that she didn't have COVID, so she was locked in a bedroom for three days for no reason, and I missed her like crazy, and it was absolutely horrible, but, you know, we managed to get through it, and we got to the other side, and we are now happy and content and back in each other's arms but yeah i've had a, i've had a really good week i've watched a lot of movies i've watched a lot of tv shows i have i've soaked up so much media that my brain is just just seeping out but we'll get to that later on at the end of the show when i do my kind of review for the week but as always we are going to be talking about some movie news from the world of hollywood we have reboot news instead of sequel news to start us off nice change of pace there uh we have you guessed it sequel news and more sequel news reboot news sequel news it's just it's just a big old bunch of sequel and reboot news to you know to get your week started off in the right way as you know we, we all need we need that kind of that little push on a monday morning on a, on a monday just to get us through the week and what better way to do it than with sequel and reboot news my head hurts from all the sequel news. Uh, please carry on listening, even though it is just... Con- I'm, I'm going to change the name to the, of this podcast. It's now Aaron Talk Sequels and Reboots. But yes, to start us off, we are going to be talking about the Crow reboot. Uh, the director, Corin Hardy, he is still hopeful that uh, he will be given a chance to bring his reboot of the Crow to life. Uh, he was quoted as saying, <clears throat> bear with me, It's a story that I'm just in love with and wedded towards. And I put three and a half, maybe four years of life into and love and blood and sweat and tears. And I have a ton of material. So I don't know whether one day, I suppose I'm not really wanting to show them because I still believe there will be a crow sometime. But we'll see. I do think both James O'Barr's original crow graphic novel and the subsequent other iterations of that character in the, uh, I seem to have cropped this out very badly, Uh, with the character, the concept of the crow, the mythology of the crow and the tone and what that represents is still unique within the world we're in at the moment. So basically what he is saying is he has spent, you know, a considerable portion of his life trying to get this reboot up and running. You know, there was a lot of rumours at one point that it was going to be Jason Momoa. I'm not sure if that's going to happen now with that casting because, you know, he's very, you know, he's very tied to Aquaman. And of course you can do more than one movie. Of course you can. You can go off, you know, these Hollywood actors, they make hundreds of movies. Look at The Rock. He makes a new one every week. But yeah, the, the director, he wants to make this movie, he wants to make it happen, he just needs to get the right script together and, you know, show it to these, you know, producers and heads of the of the companies and sort of say, look, here it is, here, here is a script worthy of the Crow mythology, let's make this movie, let's make it happen, let's push forward and get this done, and do you know what, 
with this sort of thing, I can see it definitely happening. Whether it will be in a year, two years, three years, 10 years, 20 years, who knows? But this is such an iconic movie that, you know, Hollywood don't have a lot of fresh ideas. They're always going to go back to that well and think, you know, what can we do with these stories? Can we, you know, can we breathe a little life into them and bring them back into, you know, into the mainstream and, and bring it to a newer audience? Because the people that grew up with the Crow movies, like people that are my age and from the early 90s, they're a lot older now. There's a new generation out there that can get to know the character of the crow and they can sort of throw it at them and they can make a lot of money. And that's what that's what these studio heads all want. So it's an idea that's, you know, I say is going to happen eventually. And I've got faith, I've got faith, sorry, in Corin Hardy and him bringing this this reboot to life and making it happen. So, you know, fingers crossed it's going to happen sooner rather than too late. Speaking of sequels and updates, oh, so much sequel news. Ryan Reynolds, uh, he's doing the rounds at the moment. He's promoting his new movie, Free Guy, which apparently is very good. Um, I've heard a lot of good things about this movie. You know, the the, the, the trailers that I saw, the clips that I saw, make you know, it's, it's a very interesting looking movie. I've not got around to watching it yet. It is on my agenda for this week. I'm very behind on my movies and my TV shows. Get off my back, you know, just give me a chance. I will catch up eventually. But yeah, while doing a promotion for Free Guy, uh, Ryan Reynolds was asked about, you know, an update for Deadpool, Deadpool 3, because it is now with Disney. Disney now own the, own the rights to the movie Deadpool. So it's going to happen eventually. We just kind of have to get over that barrier of, is it going to be, you know, rated R? Is it, are they going to try and Disneyfy it? You know, are they going to sort of, pull back on the reins a little bit who knows what's going to happen the update is that ryan reynolds he says there is a 70 percent chance of the filming beginning in 2022 he said we're really actively developing it and getting it into pretty good shape you know he's he's very active when it comes to the script process and the way the character is betrayed and the way that the character you know is on screen you know he, he is very much deadpool ryan reynolds is deadpool deadpool is ryan reynolds you cannot have one without the other at this point they are so synonymous together so ryan reynolds has a big hand with the way that the whole movie is structured so if he's happy that you know the script is moving forward kevin feige is from what i hear is happy he wants deadpool to happen and you know he is campaigning he is pushing for that rated R version, even though they are with Disney. But come on, Disney is just a company. They want to make money. They can they can understand the significance of making this rated R. You know, they don't just cater for children. They cater for everybody. All those children that grew up on Disney are now adults, and they want to see Deadpool in the way that he should be seen. So big, big fingers crossed, again, like with The Crow, 2022 they start filming Deadpool and they make it Deadpool you know let's take it back to the roots of that first movie and the comic books make him aware make him break that fourth wall yes he has to swear yes he has to make vulgar jokes not a lot of people like that I do I think it's fucking brilliant I I'd like that you know there is a line let's cross it let's let's just push the agenda let's go as far as we can because they are just jokes. It's all just to, you know, 
brighten people's days and make people laugh. I want him. This is the one character that can do that and get away with it. He's the one actor that can do this and get away with it. Let's do it. Let's push it as hard as we can. Let's get Disney to make Deadpool 3 the way that it should be made. Let's hope that it starts next year and we can get it, you know, maybe in a year or two. Hopefully. So much to look forward to. Speaking of sequel news, did I mention there'd be sequel news? There's always sequel news when you come over to Aaron Talks Films. Let's face it, that's that's why you people come here, isn't it? For the sequel news. Who watched Chronicle? Hands up. I can't really remember it much. I had a discussion uh, just a few days ago with my good friend Phil Better on his show, The Phil Better Show. Go and check that out on YouTube and Spotify and um, Apple iTunes. There's a lot of it. Just go and type in Phil Better Show. I'm a, a, the, the co-host on that show, and we did discuss uh, Chronicle. I basically said I can't really remember the movie. I know three uh, young teenagers get superpowers. One of them goes a bit crazy, and the other ones have to kind of team up to stop him. I think one of them dies. It's, it's I need to go back and rewatch that movie because I remember it being very good, but I just can't. There's too much stuff in my brain that I just can't pick out the, the finer points of Chronicle. But it was a good movie, you know, it was a good it was a good idea as well. It it, it was a superhero movie, but for a, at the time, the modern age, it was found footage and it was very unique. And yeah, just sort of mixing it up a little bit when it comes to the superhero genre. But they are gonna make a sequel, and it is gonna be set 10 years after that first film, and it is going to be starring no names yet. Sorry to get your hopes up there, sorry to get you excited, but they're going for a gender swap version instead of focusing on males they're going to be focused on females you know great more females in hollywood more females leading the line when it comes to these kind of movies because let's face it majority of the superhero movies when they're starring the women they are so much better and so much more interesting i saw black widow thought it was amazing but yeah they, they're gonna sort of turn it all on its head i'm not sure what the story is going to be i'm not sure how they're going to come to it you know is it going to be a fallout from this you know are they going to try and bring back the one remaining character from that movie from what i remember are they going to sort of stick to the origin as well I, I believe phil told me it was from a some kind of meteor i don't remember if that's correct phil seems to be quite sure so i'm going to go with him because the man is a genius yeah are they going to tie it into that do the girls find that meteor did they find it at the same time but they've just been laying low and keeping quiet because they saw what happened and they thought we don't want none of this we don't want to get murdered on national tv and you know in front of loads of iphones that's not what we want let's lay low oh hold on a minute we need to save the world so so many speculative theories about what could happen in this movie but it is happening it's green lit they're going to work on a script and it's going to happen it you know ball is rolling let's roll with it Come on, Chronicle 2. I should have tied this in earlier when I mentioned the, the, the wonderful Dwayne, Mr. The Rock Johnson. There were some rumours a little while ago, I think maybe a year, maybe two, maybe longer. I don't know. Time is irrelevant at the moment when it comes to this whole lockdown COVID situation. I don't even know what day it is right now. But The Rock was uh, mooted to be uh, working on a, a big trouble on... Blah, 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 big trouble in little china reboot at first uh 
actually, it could be a sequel. I think it's got it. It's it was it was originally touted to be a, uh, uh, a reboot, and everyone was kind of like, really, you know, the 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 greatness of that movie was Kurt Russell himself. You know, he was he's not a big guy. You know, he's he's fit. You know, Kurt Russell was a great looking guy, and he's you know he's got a body. Let's face it. But he was just kind of regular Joe. He was a truck driver and he's going up against these supernatural beings and he's way over his head. He has not got a clue what is going on. He does not know what he is doing. He is his ego kind of really outweighs his um you know aptitude to actually get involved with these supernatural beings and hold up in a fight, you know. But then you put the rock up against this sort of thing, and it's you know it's kind of strange. You know the rock could beat up God in my eyes. So yeah, it was it was a bit weird when this when this all started to come out into the you know into the atmosphere and let us all know that the rock was going to go up against these supernatural beings in in Little China. Now we we've heard that it's not so much a reboot as it could be a sequel. But Dwayne Johnson's producing partner, Hiram Garcia, says that the two are committed to getting this planned sequel off the ground. So, yeah, it's a sequel. It's not going to be a reboot. They're not going to reimagine this whole story. They, it, you know, it's just going to be set, what was it, 30 years now? Jesus Christ, I'm up. 30 years after the original, and they're going to come back and hopefully jump into that world. And we're going to see Dwayne The Rock Johnson taking on, again, you know, it's not really much of a fight. Dwayne Rock Johnson could kind of easily beat up these Mortal Kombat-esque characters that were from that movie. But the movie is such a classic. As long as they're not going to tarnish it in any way, I have great... Um, I have great... What's the word I'm looking for? I know The Rock's going to do a good job. Uh, great... No, can't think of the word. The Rock's going to do a good job. His whole production company is good at what they do and what The Rock does. And it's going to be fine. You know, it's going to be a run-of-the-mill rock movie. You know, again, it's another thing that I spoke about with with Phil, how The Rock just kind of rumbles along and he's he's this kind of Disney-fied action star. But again, he pulls in the money, pulls in the viewers, and all of his movies are enjoyable. So let's get back into that universe. Let's Let's go back to little china and let's see what happens i'm excited even though the original is an absolute classic and i don't want them to tarnish it but again faith i have faith in Dwayne. speaking of Dwayne and rock johnson just another little uh kind of uh, a kind of a bonus little piece of news uh he has confirmed that he will not return uh as luke hobbs for the final two fast and furious movies i'm not sure if i mentioned this last week but he has said no nope, not coming back it's not happening he will, however, return as Hobbs for the next Hobbs and Shaw movie. Whether that happens or not, I don't know. You know, it all comes down to egos when it comes to that whole universe, the whole fast universe. We'll see what happens. You know, he's great. He's absolutely brilliant with Jason Statham. I love their camaraderie. I love the way they are on screen together. So if that happens, I'm happy. If it doesn't, who cares? We're not really we're not really missing anything. There's enough Fast and Furious movies. Come on. He's not going to be back in the in the actual universe, but that little spin-off universe, I'm happy with. It was fine. It was actually a pretty decent movie. So, either way, I'm happy. And last but not least, sequel news. It had to be sequel news, didn't it? Uh, <laughs> Night at the Museum. 
that was an interesting franchise, wasn't it? The original movie, brilliant, great idea. I love Ben Stiller, love Robin Williams. I love Ricky Gervais as well. A lot of people don't like him. I think he's brilliant. I think he's very funny. Very funny man. That whole idea of, you know, the museum artifacts coming to life at night and Ben Stiller's got to kind of handle that situation was brilliant. I think it was great. Yeah, the sequel's kind of, you know, they kind of snowballed a little bit. They, But it's the same with most franchises like that. When they're just spinning these wheels to make some money, eventually they are going to uh, lesser in quality. But again, they're decent movies. You can go back and enjoy them. Disney, however, Disney Plus, uh, Sean Levy specifically has revealed that the Night at the Museum, um, he he revealed this during, again, his press conference with Ryan Reynolds whilst promoting Free Guy. He is the director of that movie. But the Night at the Museum animated sequel will arrive at Disney Plus sometime 2022. Two ways to look at this. Great, you know, an animated series based on a franchise, like, again, I said, is a very interesting idea. There's so much you can work with. There's so much that you can explore when it comes to that universe. And with an animated, you know, way of doing it, you can, you, the sky's your limit. You know, admittedly, now CGI is so realistic that you almost cannot believe some of the things that you see on screen because it looks so real. But animation it's 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 endless isn't it you can do anything with animation so imagine the ideas that they can explore and for kids it's great you know kids can step into that world younger kids that don't really understand you know they don't really know about the movies they can step into that world and they can be amazed and they can they can learn about history and they can go along for that ride and then be introduced to the movies lots of upsides lots and lots of upsides only downside is, you know, it's just a money-making scheme. Are they going to put the time and the effort into it that it deserves? Again, these movies were not terrible, but if they're going to jump back into that idea, they need to put some effort into it. They need to put those ideas in. They need to go with it, you know, and make it as best as it can be. So I've got faith in Sean Levy. He's a great director. He's a great man. So... I have faith that the, the, the series will be good and maybe even watchable. Maybe I might even get invested and enjoy this. Maybe we can even get Ben Stiller back to do some voices. Fortunately, we can't get Robin Williams. Uh, rest in peace, Mr. Robin Williams. Still a great, tragic loss to the world of cinema and just the world in general. But, yeah, I mean, if we can get Ben Stiller back, why not? Because he's a great, great man. But yes, after looking at my notes, I've just realised that that's the end of the news section. There, was, there, there wasn't a lot of news this week as compared to most weeks, but I managed to drag it out to, you know, at least, what, what 15, 16 minutes? Because that's what I just, that's just what I do. I'm a, a podcast, you know, I was going to say mogul. That's not my title. I'm sorry, Phil, don't cancel me. Uh, I'm just a pop culture pioneer. I know what I'm talking about, sort of. So I managed to drag it out for as much as I can. But yeah, review time. Normally I stick to one movie and I say, I watched this movie this week. It was great. I watched this TV show this week. It was great. But unfortunately, not even unfortunately, but you know, I'm, 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 we're going to stick with unfortunately. I watched so much this week. I watched Santa Clarita's Diets on Netflix. Absolutely brilliant 
show. I cannot recommend that enough. Timothy Oliphant and Drew Barrymore are just, they blow my mind just how good their chemistry is. And I cannot get enough of Timothy Oliphant in that show. He's just ingenious the way he presents his character. It's basically uh, him and Drew Barrymore are married. Drew Barrymore wakes up one morning and it turns out she's a zombie and they have to go around and kill people to feed her. It sounds very morbid, but it's not. It's actually hilariously funny and it's one of the funniest shows I've seen in years. Uh, but I shotgunned all three seasons of that. There's 10 episodes in a season. They're about 20 minutes each. So you can do that in a day if you really wanted to. I recommend that. Go for it. Uh, for the Feel Better show this weekend, we decided to review The Mighty Ducks. Remember that classic from 1992? Emilio Estevez, I adore you, sir. It took me back to being a child and how much I love that movie and the nostalgic, you know, pull that that movie brings you. So I decided to watch all three movies. I've just finished the third one this evening. I'm going to make a start on the TV show as soon as possible. But yes, Mighty Ducks, who remembers how good that is? Again, with most fr franchises, quality kind of <laughs> nosedived a little bit. There's a few things in there that I was like, please don't do that. But they did it anyway because it was the 90s. But all in all, a great trilogy. And I'm really looking forward to this TV show because I've heard so much good things about this. It's on Disney+. Plus. Uh, what else did I watch? I finally got round to watching The Suicide Squad, and it was awesome. Sorry, I just had by my microphone there, but yes, it was incredible. James Gunn is a genius behind the camera. I won't spoil it for you. I was going to do a review of it on my YouTube channel. I just have not had time because there's just so much going on in my life and everything else right now. But the movie was just a delight. It was absolutely incredible. It is it is leaps and bounds above the original Suicide Squad. Again, I actually really enjoyed the original Suicide Squad movie. It's got its faults. Most movies do, but that's an enjoyable movie. But this, this version from James Gunn, oh, my God, Idris Elba, John Cena, Michael Rooker, Pete Davidson, the, Nathan Fillion, who again is in Santa Clarita's diet. And that I really enjoy because that man is just a delight. Across the board, again, I'm not going to spoil it. The storyline is tight. The action is incredible. The CGI looks pristine. Everything about the Suicide Squad is just a chef's kiss. And I salute you, James Gunn. You have done the world of DC proud, my friend. It is absolutely Top notch, I'm going to say it is top notch. I'd give it a good firm nine out of ten if I, if that's what I kind of did. Did I watch anything else this week? I've watched so much. It's just my mind is blown by the amount of media that I have taken into my brain, and my brain is melting by just the amount of it. But yes, go and check out all three of those things I suggested: Santa Clarita's diets. The Mighty Ducks trilogy, and again, once I get around to it, I'll try and recommend the Disney Plus show uh, Game Changers, I believe it's called, and The Suicide Squad. Head out to theatres and watch it as soon as possible. But unfortunately, that is the end of the show. Uh, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a fun ride today, hasn't it? I've been very energetic. I apologise because normally I'm very, I don't know. I just feel like I'm much more upbeat this week. Uh, but I hope you've all 
had a great week. I hope you all have a great upcoming week. I hope you have the best week of your lives. I hope you can go out there and watch loads of movies and TV shows and just in general get involved in the world of pop culture. I am now pretty much obsessed with the Mighty Ducks and I want some Mighty Ducks merchandise. So if anyone wants to send me some, hit me up. Anywhere you can find me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, anywhere. It's all Aaron Talks Films. Come and find me. Come and give me some subscribes. Come and give me some likes. Do the same with the with the podcast. Give me a like. Give me some comments down below. I'm not even sure if you can do that, but, you know, do it. Hit me up. Let's have a conversation about the world of movies and how great life is right now now that we're nearing the end of the bad times and we're coming towards the good and there's just so many movies and tv shows coming up i hope you've enjoyed the show i hope you have a great week everyone stay classy